This episode is brought to you by Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free groceries by going to thrivemarket.com slash no meat. This episode is also brought to you by our very own Complement Essential, the perfect complement to a plant-based diet with just the hard-to-get nutrients and nothing else. Now coming in a 100% biodegradable pouch. Learn more at lovecomplement.com and use code NOMEAT at checkout to save $10 off your first order. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to NOMEAT Athlete Radio. Matt, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently, and they always start with like, hey, it's Doug Hay and Matt Frazier, and you're listening to Nomad Athlete Radio. They always like introduce themselves and the podcast, and we never do that, and I'm wondering if we should start. I don't know. We used to do that in the old days. We would say, yeah. welcome back to another episode, and then we thought it was much better just to go right in. Just to go, just to go right in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I guess we, you know, also podcast best practices would be having us uh, like 10 times an episode talking about the importance of reviews and ratings and the mm, iTunes yep, or Spotify's. <laughs> I know. And I mean, there's a lot of things that podcast, remember the whole, uh, the whole, uh, fact, fact checking also that <laughs> podcasts do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's it. That. It's just a big step. Uh, if we wanted to do that and honestly, I think it might make the show a lot worse. So I don't <laughs> the fact checking or the introductions. Well, and all kind, of, kind of both. I don't kind know. Kind of all of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I really, and I hate, the the produced podcast these days when like i i don't know what it is i think i feel like when there's a podcast that is trying to like teach you something i feel like they're spoon feeding it and try, like it's like they're teaching a second grader mm-hmm. about the topic and i think what people are doing and even like every now and then i'll every now and i really don't like doing this but every now and then i'll hear a business podcast because someone sends it to me and this, this is important for whatever reason um I think it's the way that the people are like chosen to be the host because they're good, slow speakers and they speak very clearly <laughs> and enunciate. And like, I I feel like they're teaching a second grader. Like I said, like I just, even in advanced topic, I feel like they're like, it almost seems like they're dumbing it down. Even, you know, they're not, it's not that the content is, is it's just the way they present it is so clear and slow mm-hmm. that I can't listen to it. I, I feel like insulted by it. I just want them to talk like a normal person. Well, you know, I probably, probably our biggest, uh, if you read the reviews, our biggest complaint is that we mumble and talk too fast. So, <laughs> so maybe, maybe yeah. people like that slow, that slow, that slow discussion. But you know, I hear we're you. still here though. After after ten years, we're still making episodes. So I think uh, damn right. So maybe yeah. maybe it's good to be an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. And you know, we're still. I, I, I happened to see it the other day. I think we're still like four and a half stars, which uh, in iTunes, which hmm. honestly kind of surprises me. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I'm happy about. Right, um, maybe it's like the same twenty people that just keep leaving, <laughs> keep leaving reviews. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you know so uh, on the topic of produced podcasts, I'm a huge fan of of like storytelling produced podcasts. Mm-hmm. Always have been. I get I can get into a good series that tells like a ten part story, um, but. But I'm I'm definitely with you on the educational ones, and especially the business ones. Uh, not so much because I feel like they're talking down to me. It's just, it's like it's just it feels so fake. It feels so yeah. contrived. Um, yes, I know what you mean. Uh, I feel that way about the storytelling ones too. Like I, I just, it just feels like it's too too much, too overdone. But I don't you know. It's whatever. If that's what you're there for, maybe maybe it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I like like an organic, off the cuff, no preparation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. We right before we got on hit record, we were debating about the future of the That's podcast right. and we how we wanted there. to do it. So. Yeah, look at that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. So I just got back from a sort of vacation. It was uh, it was taking my son to Orlando once again in Florida, where he goes to train and do stuff and futsal tournament. It was fun. It was good. Uh, as always, I was there, I think, for maybe 11 days or 10. I don't know. Uh, but I thought of you and our podcast because on one of the properties where we stayed, it's like these resort things. My uh, my aunt has a, a timeshare thing, so we just used her mm-hmm. things. Uh, they had one of the, they had the walking path with fitness equipment along it. 
Ah. So, so I, on my vacation, was thinking I might have no pull-up bar to, to do. And I even went and looked at the fitness room, and they had no pull-up bar. And I was I was disappointed because I was worried about my, my hanging leg raises suffering. Yeah. Uh, but sure enough, uh, long, I went to the, they, have, they had a driving range there, which is funny because it's not really like a golf place. So it was like <laughs> beat-up clubs, beat-up balls, and you just go get you know a free basket every morning that you're allowed to get one and so, borrow so- clubs. Okay, before you go, before you continue this conversation, I saw your son hitting uh, at the driving range. It looked like he was just chucking or hitting him right in the water. Like, what <laughs> yeah. kind of driving range has water on it? I don't really get it because I wondered the same thing. And but there are floating driving there are driving ranges where you hit only into water, and mm. there and the balls float. Well, some of these golf balls said floater on them, like clearly marked, because like, that's you know it's the type of ball it is. But they didn't actually float. They didn't float in the water at all. <laughs> So, I have no idea. I never saw a machine scooping them up, and it must have because one day they didn't have any balls; they were out of balls. So then the next day they had them. So <laughs> they must collect them somehow. But they did that's not float crazy. in the water. I'm sure of that. So I don't know what happened uh, or, or how that would be. But uh, yeah, I mean, half of the, like the second day because you just borrow clubs, and the grips are falling off and all this stuff. But like, <laughs> uh, it was actually a, a nice resort. It's just the the driving range was obviously an afterthought. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, they only had, or I, the clubs I got the next day was like a pitching wedge or an 8-iron or something, and I couldn't hit it over the water for that distance, so all my balls went in the water that day. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, that, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how they did that. That's funny. That's really funny. Okay, anyway, anyway but so. So, we did, so we did that, and then on the way back to the room, each day I would, uh, I would do some, some hanging leg raises and pull-ups outside along a fitness path, and it was, felt like I was in the blue zones. It was a perfect... It was the way I, I like fitness to be. I did also I do it. kettlebell work in the room, but I like the idea of a walking path with uh, with fitness equipment. And they have much more than that, but I, I think it is. I have been taking full advantage of ours, the one near my house. I'm, I'm hitting up multiple times a week for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, even like midday, if I need like a 20-minute break, I'll just kind of walk oh, or jog nice. down there. And yeah, that's I love that. Integrated into the lifestyle. makes just makes fitness more automatic or maybe it makes it more fun i don't know but i think i think we need that stuff i have a feeling european countries have much more of that than we do it seems like the government would pay for more of that stuff (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe i don't know yeah um so i got i got some habit news okay i am riding high i'm on day seven of a new habit of a new daily habit okay always tracked by an app uh i am i'm bringing back uh, meditation okay uh you know because I, I i this was a habit that lasted for quite a long time for me uh i don't know six months ago eight a year ago mm-hmm. um where i was meditating every morning and now i have switched it up and uh i am meditating right before bed and i'm doing um different like guided meditations for sleep and um you know like like yoga nidras and stuff uh-huh and uh it has been awesome oh yeah like so awesome knocks me out is that i was i was kind of uh as you were talking daydreaming but i was <laughs> but, but uh, on topic i was thinking about meditation things okay, uh, okay. not did, not going back to the driving range no no uh did you did you say that you have been doing it throughout other times throughout the day or just the sleep time so i have um well okay in the last uh, this is a, i'm on day seven or yesterday was day seven. I guess I'm day eight today. Okay. Um, and I think three times I've also done it uh, in the morning. Uh-huh. But the but the streak is has been in the at night. Okay. Um, but it but I you know it's just one of those things like any sort of new habit. I'm so excited about it that uh, I want to do it throughout the rest of the day too. Um, and uh, and so I've I've that's kind of it's triggered me to do it you know at other times during the day. And I think what is a little bit different than um, before is before I was really focused on, you know, just still stillness meditation kind of thing, just like really trying to completely clear the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I was using guided meditations that were doing some different breathing and things like this. But right now I've been seeking out um, more like breath-centered meditations where there's actually different types of breath work that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and And that has been really effective at, keeping me focused like my mind focused um and also it's just been it's just been really interesting like the during the day i've been doing alternate nostril breathing for Mm -hmm. 
you know, that just kind of ener- adds some energy, apparently, you know, gets, gets like your brain going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done that a few times. But then the, the ones at night where you're kind of focused on the exhale, like shorter inhales and longer exhales and pausing. I don't know. It's just been really good. It's been really good at um, calming me down at night and, uh, and really preparing me for sleep. So I'm, I'm loving this new habit. That's, that's very good. I love that. Uh, I, part of the reason I was thinking, cause this actually will tie into what we were talking about today in this episode and the morning routines. Mm-hmm. And I was actually thinking about meditation specifically, and it's been a while since I have done it. I've done a little bit, uh, in the past actually couple months, but like it just hasn't stuck. And I, and I had kind of come to the decision and this is true of a lot of the morning routine stuff that I think it just doesn't work for me. Like I just haven't, like if I look back in hindsight, like of doing meditation and I've, I've had some decent, I think I did this, I did this like 40 day straight thing that lasted like, it was like a 40 minute routine thing. It wasn't all meditation, but it was a lot of yoga like things. And I, and I did it consistently. And I just like at the end of the day, at the end of the 40 days, I look back and I was like, I, I really can't say whether that did anything for me. <laughs> And so I think, and I think that's where I've kind of arrived with meditation is like, I, I, I get it. I love that there's all the scientific evidence about how it works. It does these things, but like, I just don't notice enough benefits to keep a streak or a, a, even a habit going for more than a month or two. And that's why mm-hmm. it's, that's what my meditation has been. I do it for that long and then I stop. But what you said about the sleep thing made me think, you know, when I try to meditate, it's kind of this same thing and i don't really know what the goal is it's the sort of general idea that i'll get vague benefits or feel more relaxed or something um but when you say things like that it helps you helps you with sleep or at least it helps you unwind it falling asleep um you know that seems like a very practical use and i was yeah. thinking maybe right. like that's perhaps i should not say meditation doesn't work that well for me but rather say well, i could could that be a tool that would help me with sleep which honestly I've never i've never actually tried it so for for sleep purposes well, so I used to, there was a while back when um, Katie and I tried to keep a daily meditation habit going together, and, and the only time we could really do it together was at night, and uh, it didn't work at all, really. I mean, it just, it was so hard to um, to quiet the mind, or just so hard to, we just weren't in the right space, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and it, so it, it never worked, but at that point we weren't trying to do meditation for sleep, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, and so this has, what this is working so well for me and she's joined me for several of them. Um, is it, and the whole goal is to just, you know, then turn off the light and go to bed. And, uh, uh-huh. and that has worked really, really well. So uh-huh. as they give it a shot. Yeah, maybe I will. Uh, do you, so I usually read before bed. That's one of my, sort of habits that doesn't almost count as a habit because it just it just happens and I've just always done it and mm-hmm. it's good. Do you do it then? And and that, I mean, I think that has a similar effect. I've heard, I think Tim Ferriss used to talk about this and say that reading fiction is what you want because then that will have a, a less impact, less creation of, of stress usually on your mind and have you worrying about stuff and thinking about the future, um, which I have not really found that to be true. I honestly just get, get bored and then still don't feel tired yet. Um, so I just, you know, I just read and then I get really tired. And once I'm, once I'm like literally falling asleep reading, I'll put the book away or the Kindle away and then go Mm -hmm. to sleep. Um, do do you do anything like that? Or like, would you, would you, is the meditation come after that? Is it the very last thing you do? Yeah. So this is, it is the last thing I do, or at least that's what I've been trying to make it. Um, and, uh, and I would say I read about half the time. It's not an every night thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, but yeah, I mean, it, and honestly, this is, it's, it's allowed me or caused me to go to bed earlier or not, not to bed earlier, but to fall asleep earlier because I'm trying to do it as the last thing. Um, and it really has calmed me down enough to where, uh, I can then just go to sleep, you know, mm-hmm. I just turn off the app and go to sleep. Uh-huh. Um, and so you know, I think the idea is you, you would do it not and then read for a while, but you'd do it and go to sleep. So you could read for a little bit if you wanted to and uh, and then do this or right. skip the reading and or try to skip the reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Good. So uh, my question for you is, will you, I mean, you've talked about meditation before 
feel like it was fairly recent that you kind of went on a meditation. Yeah, run. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something about the way that you are doing it now that you think will make it likely to last, or does it doesn't that matter if it lasts a month or whatever the last one did, and then you know then something else gets interesting or whatever, and, you, and maybe that's what you need now, and you move on to something else. Is there anything like is the app helping you to? What's the app, by the way? Uh, so I'm using the Yoga Alli- Yoga Alliance app, which uh, is probably not the like the meditation app that I would recommend. It it um it's it, it, Katie is part of or Yoga International app. I'm sorry, um, Katie is as a yoga therapist has access to this app and it has like I don't know hundreds of yoga classes and then 800 meditations and a big library and things like that. And there's some like big there's some big names on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and some really good ones and long ones and short ones. And I mean, it's a great app, but, um, I'm not sure that it's, you know, if I was just starting meditation or something, I'm not sure that it's exactly what I would pick. Um, who are the big names? By the way? Are these like celebrity monks that are like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, uh, we just, <laughs> let's see. We just did, um, just did one. Uh, do you know Iris? No. Okay. Goo Goo Dolls a, song? It, what's that? Uh, Goo Goo Dolls song. I know that. <laughs> I, not iris i it's like i rest i i <laughs> okay uh, okay um dr richard miller he's uh i don't know he's like a big yogi kind of i don't know meditation guy mm-hmm. okay. so like that that's an that's an example of big names but uh you know they would not be household names that's for sure um uh, yeah, so so I'm, I've been using this app. Uh, you know, would I use it uh, if I was just starting out? Probably not. If I didn't have access to it, I'm not sure. But um, mm-hmm. it's it's a free one that I have, and it has so many meditations on there that it'll take me a long time. But to answer your question, um, what is what I'm doing differently that, that may work this time is uh, is like I said, a, a slightly different style. I'm, I'm kind of seeking out the ones that are really focused on like different types of breath work. Mm-hmm which is resonating with me well right now, but that may change, you know, and that's fine. Uh, and then the other one is, is, uh, is kind of giving it a little bit more in purpose or intention. The, um, with the doing it before sleep part, uh-huh. um, which, you know, I wouldn't say that my old one, which I tried or my old, my last, uh, attempt at a meditation habit, um, was to center me before the day. It was like first thing in the morning, or like right when I, the trigger was when I got to the office. So like right when I walked into the office, I would sit down and do it. So I kind of like, you know, set the stage for the day. And so that had a purpose too. But this one feels a little bit different in that um, the outcome is like sleep. And if it keeps putting me to sleep as it has been, then, uh, then that will be enough of a reward that I will want to keep doing it. Yeah. I was thinking the same. That makes sense. I think, I think the, I mean, it's very, very possible, very likely that, that meditation does help people have a better day when they do it in the morning. Um, but I think it's probably more noticeable if it puts you immediately to sleep right? and you sleep well, then, then something that's a little bit harder to measure perhaps, which is how, how, how you felt during the day or how on task you were in the, I don't know. So good. I like it. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it a try. I, I hope you do. You're a sleep <laughs> guy. It's, uh, you haven't, you really haven't tried any sort of, pre-sleep well, meditation the problem is i don't have i have no problem at all going going to sleep like i i just fall uh, almost immediately to sleep okay. uh it's a weird thing i wake up in the middle of the night and i like i know from the second that i wake up at you know two or three a.m or something that i'm just i'm just not tired anymore and i'm just going to be there for the next couple hours if i don't do something else mm. uh so it's a weird thing and that might be a time to try meditation during during those moments when i wake up and feel like i'm not tired anymore uh or perhaps, yeah. but perhaps the right sleep preparation would would help me stay asleep for the whole night. I don't know. Do you wake up? This is might get a little too personal, but when you wake up in the middle of the night, do you wake up and you're just like wide awake, or is the reason you can't go back to sleep is because you your mind just immediately goes to something that you can't drop? It's just being wide awake. Like I I I think when I was younger, maybe I would have some more like stressful kind of nights where you just wake up and you're stressed, or I don't know, thinking about job stuff you know just all all the things um but now i can just lay there like totally relaxed and not i maybe because i'm so used to it um but i can just you know i can just relax and know that i'm just not going to fall asleep because i'm just not tired and i don't know i mean you're supposed to get up and read which i really should should, or not read like get out of bed 
supposed to get out of bed and do something else with, with the light like pretty dim and reading would be the obvious thing to do so i just never i don't know i never do that but it, it's definitely like certainly when i don't get up i'm kind of just training myself to continue to do this so it's it's hard i don't know it's a hard thing to I just don't want to get up in the middle of the night. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no, it's I like I'm that. giving up on the on the hope that maybe I'll fall back asleep. Because every now and then I do fall back asleep right away. Uh-huh. But this is not an every night thing, by the way. This happens. I go through phases where it'll happen every night for two weeks, and then then it won't for a month, or whatever. But okay, just I don't know. Just yeah, never figured it out. But yeah, I, perhaps meditation before that would help me. I think now might be the appropriate time to update us on uh, on your uh, the status of of taping your mouth shut. <laughs> I actually haven't done that in a while. I've uh I kind of forgot about it when I moved. I guess we were just busy and I I don't think I've I may have done it in this house, but I think it was mostly in our apartment before we moved that I was doing that. Um yeah, I should get back into that because it was I don't know. And you know what else what else I like the first couple of nights I did it, I had this sense that I was sleeping better when my mouth was shut and then after that I started to think that maybe I I, I guess I would have a night, like I got the, my, got the, um, I have no idea what the brand name is, unfortunately, but my wife, Erin, found it for me on Instagram. It just an ad came up, uh, somehow Instagram sensed that, that we needed a solution for taping your mouth shut. <laughs> and, and she found an ad and ordered it. And like, it was very effective. It probably worked much better than, uh, the, the tape that I was using before. Uh, so even once I had, but I had that, I did a few good nights with it. And like, I just, I don't know. I didn't have this really strong sense that it was that I was sleeping any better. And my aura ring did not report a lower heart rate or even lower breathing rate on those days. So I don't know. Just, I, I will revisit that, but lost uh, lost priority. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one more thing before we, we move into the topic today. Okay. Um, I, uh, I, this summer, you know, I've always liked a good creek dip, especially post-run. Um, but you, you touch the bottom? Yeah, like shallow creek. Sure. Okay. Just like lay back. Can you see you know, the bottom, the, or you? Can I see the bottom? Yeah, like like are you stepping on unknown creatures and things. Oh, I mean, no, it's it's clear water and you're up to your knees, and oh, then, okay. but you just like lay down. Okay. Um, and the trick, because the water flows, of course, uh, is to find a rock. And and now, because I have my favorite spot, I have this rock where um, I can perfectly submerge everything but my face, um, and my bum just like ca- catches the rock. And like okay. holds me in place, so I don't slide. Oh, yeah. I don't keep drifting down the creek. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, I've been this summer for whatever reason has been the summer of creek dips for me, um, multiple times a week now, and uh, including this morning, which was a great way to kind of wake up and get going. Um, and uh, it got me thinking about like the whole cold plunge immersion Wim Hof thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and these creeks are not that cold. I mean, they're they're chilly, especially if you're not just coming off of a run or something. But it's not like it's an ice bath by any means. Not this time of year. Uh, so is that something? I mean, I, I know our buddy Sid Garza-Hillman has, has gotten really into that. I'm kind of surprised you haven't. Yeah, it's funny. I was going to mention this when you were talking about the breathing stuff earlier. Oh, that yeah. um, whenever I hear about those things, I get this urge to know like really get into it and like be all in tune with breathing and temperature and stuff like that because uh, it seems like people get into it and they really like it and and mm-hmm. you hear these things that people do i think i mean usually it's you hear these things that wim hof did but <laughs> it seems like there's an incredible amount of like i don't know control or connection i don't know what what it is but this this like whole different dimension of bodily control that like is it's amazing that people can can learn Mm -hmm. to manipulate this stuff um yeah i think it's i think it's awesome and i don't know why i haven't gotten into it one time i emailed sid once and said hey i'd love to hear more about this let's uh let's talk and then we he said sure but then we i didn't actually ever follow up and schedule anything uh but yeah totally it seems interesting i hope you should get into it and then tell us about it (laughs) yeah well i'm 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 in i definitely am interested i'm intrigued by it especially i didn't even think about the breath part but that's like half of it is the breath yeah i think So, so um yeah, man, that's like kind of perfect right now. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I think the the breathing side of it, like every now and then, I get fascinated with that and the and the nose breathing. I mean, even the even the sleep taping the mouth shut is the same idea, right? You're doing that so that we can so that I can nose breathe, uh, which I really do believe, at least in the daytime and in running, I just find that it is much more much more calming, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I really do believe that if you keep your mouth shut, it, it helps to keep your body out of that that next zone, the fight or flight kind of zone when you start panting uh, mm-hmm. and just sort of naturally limits how fast you can go, which is probably, probably why it does it. Anyway, I just there's so much cool stuff uh, related to fitness and that. So, yeah, get into it. Let us know what you find <laughs> right. out. Or maybe we should sit back on the podcast to talk about it. Yeah, that'd be good. It'd be a yeah. long time since we got to. I know. Uh, all right, so we want to talk about mornings, morning routines, but why don't we pause for a second to thank our wonderful okay. sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They carry all of your favorite clean, nutritious brands that don't clean out your wallet. I like that, Doug. It's good good writing. (laughs) Shop everything from ethically sourced pantry essentials to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. And if you find a lower price elsewhere, they'll even match it. Plus, you can easily shop by diets and values like vegan, keto, low sugar, zero waste, non-GMO, fair trade certified, and around 100 options to sort by. I don't I have a, you're probably <laughs> sorting all of yours by low sugar, right? <laughs> no. Or zero waste. You got to be the zero waste guy. <laughs> I'm not any. I'm, I'm a vegan guy. Not, not any of those things. I don't. I, I mean, like I've said this before. We don't. We. I don't. We don't buy any sugar snacks. We just. We just don't. Uh, mm-hmm. But zero waste for sure. Aaron is into that, and uh, we get we get all kinds of soaps and things that. Uh, I always wonder, wonder why we're paying so much for soap but uh <laughs> but but i guess it's zero waste non-gmo fair trade certified plus when you get it from thrive market it comes at a great deal uh not only can you find all your grocery items in one affordable price but thrive market's fast and free carbon neutral shipping also helps our planet doug you are all these things right all these I, I i i would no i'm definitely not low sugar or keto but you know i love a good uh i love a good uh <laughs> I love a good filter. <laughs> I mean, that is one of the best things about Thrive Market is is how easy it is to to you don't have to because part of shopping online is uh, you have so many options and you, well, in Thrive Market you have an enormous amount of options, but you can filter it down to exactly what you need and, um, and you know and it takes out anything that's non vegan or something like that and, and you're just, you're good to go. We just I just placed an order. It arrived yesterday. Uh, well, like two days, three days after I ordered it, and now our pantries are stocked with all the goodies, and mm-hmm. I just uh, think this is a great service. It's, I mean, it's an online store that is basically made for the high-maintenance shopper, which is which is you. <laughs> and if, if I'm honest, it's me too because I'm vegan, yeah. and that, that alone is high-maintenance. Uh, and probably every listener to this podcast uh, likes all those filters. So that's uh, it's made for us. Join Thrive Market. You know, <laughs> sorry, I, I know we're, we're, we're extending the ad here, but did you know that they have all the frozen stuff too? No, I did not. Yeah, I didn't know that either because they didn't used to, I don't think. But uh, sure enough, this order, we got a bunch of frozen stuff. Wow, okay. Yeah. Join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free groceries. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash no meat to get $80 in free groceries. That's thrivemarket.com slash no meat. Thrivemarket.com slash no meat. <laughs> we get it, Matt. <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by Compliment Essential, the eight critical hard-to-get nutrients on a plant-based diet all in one place. There is no question that the plant-based diet is a nutrient powerhouse, but no one, no matter how hard, but, <laughs> but no matter how great it is for your long-term health, no diet is perfect. Even a well-planned diet can lack a few important nutrients for your health. That's where Complement Essential comes in. We provide the eight hard-to-get nutrients in science-backed bioavailable amounts, all in a simple black capsule you can take daily. It comes... It includes the nutrients you hear a lot about, like vitamin B12, D3, and DHA, EPA, DHA, EPA, omega-3s. But we also have a handful of nutrients in there that uh, are technically available through plants, but most of us aren't getting enough of, like zinc, iodine, K2, magnesium, and selenium. And then that's it. It's not a massive multivitamin with a bunch of stuff you don't need. It's everything else. You're probably getting it in abundance through your plant foods, so this is just covering the essentials. The best part for me, Matt, is uh, I get to wake up every day and I get to have a little minty fresh capsule. I love that new mint flavor. And I, a compliment promotion is going out, which I... Yes, your idea from a couple of weeks ago. Turning one of the ads last it's week. It's reality, yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I do love that. That mint flavor is a game changer for me. If you've, if you've tried compliment essential in the past and you didn't like it because of the flavor, uh, which honestly was never terrible, but it, it you know it has, it has algae oil in it, so you, you sometimes get that... That that whatever we would call that marine essence, uh, but the mint is just 
just totally wipes that out and is way better. Learn more about Compliment Essential at lovecompliment.com and use code NOMEAT at checkout to save an additional $10 off your first purchase. That's lovecompliment.com with code NOMEAT at checkout to save. Lovecompliment.com, no meat. Lovecompliment.com, no meat. No meat. Not slash, just lovecompliment.com, code no meat. Lovecompliment.com.co.nomeat.co.nomeat.co.nomeat.co.nomeat. Just put all that in the browser. Yeah, just lovecompliment.com. Use code no meat. No slash, just lovecompliment.com. All right. Anyway. Moving on. Uh, mornings, morning routines. Uh, let's see, Matt, do you have a, okay. We, we, we wanted to talk about this topic or at least I brought it up. I suggested we talk about it because I still every day, almost, I hear something about someone's morning routine. There's still all these people all over the internet, all over, um, even, you know, in real life, you hear people talk about it uh, outside of the internet in IRL. Um, People obsess over morning routines for productivity, for setting the day, for being your best self, for hitting your fitness goals. Morning seems to be the time to accomplish everything. So uh, so what are you accomplishing in the morning, Matt? Okay, I so here's, here's why people do this. Actually, there are two reasons. The first reason why people do this is the story, at least, the story that I've given this before is that your day kind of can, you know, we day day takes on its own. It's gonna go where it wants to go eventually, mm-hmm. right? But in the morning, before it goes there, you have a chance to do the things you actually want to do that you've decided are important for you. Uh, when we talked about this a long time ago, I remember saying, giving the the parallel of when I did my first. I think it was my first uh, twelve hour race. Mm-hmm. Might have been that. I don't know. Uh, I planned the nutrition. No, maybe it was my 100-miler. But I ended up planning the nutrition as much as I could, knowing for a fact that it was not going to last the whole time. But that if I could just, like, stay on the nutrition plan for as long as possible in the race itself, right, even if that's only miles 25 through 30, or sorry, up to 25 or 30, at which point I probably would, would begin to, you know, my stomach would take it its own direction. Um, you know, just know that you did the things that you thought were the best choices you could make up until then. So even if you know the rest is going to be crazy, it doesn't mean you shouldn't try to do it in the beginning right yeah yeah okay makes sense so so i think that that is a really good reason for a for a morning routine not to mention the fact that like if you do something in the morning i I mean you have to kind of have some beliefs about how the i'm saying i guess my what i would the point i want to make here is that doing something in the morning that might set you up for success later on better to do that in the morning than it is before bed because unless sleep is the big thing you're trying to set yourself up for success with, I think there's this sense that when you sleep and then wake up in the morning, you've kind of reset whatever was going on in your head. So that, you know, the time to set things right to get the most mileage out of it is do it first thing when you wake up. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the reason people do it or the reason people say they do it. (laughs) I think the rest of it, I'm starting to just, think that we kind of try to over optimize a whole lot of things and that and this this has sort of dictated my own decisions now around mornings but uh i guess i'm just i'm just sort of over this idea that we can kind of just design our whole day and design our lives and do it like that there's a whole lot of stuff that is much i don't know if natural is the right word but like Rather than force yourself to do stuff for an hour that feels like it must be good, and and you know often that's not based on a whole lot of evidence. It's sort of based on what you see people doing and saying it's successful, um, and also perhaps very individualized what actually works. Um, I don't know. I just I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking that I'd rather spend my t- like if 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 I have some hours in the in the morning that I know I can choose what to do. I don't really know if going through a checklist of things that supposedly make my day more productive <laughs> is really how I should spend that time. Uh-huh. Um, I, so anyway, uh, so I'll get tuned to what I have actually been doing in the mornings. Um, but I, you know, I, I don't at all think this is like total BS or something. Like I certainly go through phases and, and was in one mm, maybe like three months ago or so where I was doing the morning pages again. 
okay. and that was my morning routine. I'd make coffee and then do morning pages where you write the three pages out of handwritten notes. It's from uh, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. If you Google morning pages, you'll find lots of people who are into it. Uh, but it's just sort of stream of consciousness. You get the stuff, get the thoughts out of your head. And hopefully then they won't be bouncing around in your mind the whole day. And also over the long term, you you find yourself, at least I find myself, if I'm, if I'm writing every day how frustrated I am with some one thing, like somehow when that's in your head, you just it's easy to just keep keep having that conversation over and over and over day after day. But when you write it down enough times, you start to feel like an idiot for not changing it. It's like, well, why would I write this down again? Like it just makes it a little bit more tangible and visible that this thing is a, a, a problem. Uh, and so eventually you, you get motivated enough to address it. Uh, so that, that was the value of it for me. And as usual, like when I do morning pages, it lasts me, it lasts a month or three months, something in there. And then I usually I keep the pages for a while and then I just throw them all away. Uh, and it's fine. And, and it serves me really well that way. I think, I think it's designed to be done for years in a row, but, uh, I don't know. Somehow I just have the sense when I, when I'm, when I'm not being served anymore by it. Yeah. I, so <clears throat> I, I agree with you that it seems like the the kind of pressure to establish this really productive or really structured morning routine um, often comes back to, to or often backfires because it ends up like stressing you out or if you miss part of it or you just can't do part of it then um, then you know you feel a little bit off or uh, you know I mean the reality is that you know we have or I have young kids, uh, you have youngish kids, but you know, they're probably a little bit more structured in the morning than mine are. Um, and, uh, and like, I just, you know, they wake up at different times sometimes. And, uh, I, you know, I can, I can get up and I can set my day off to a certain way, but then it's almost always going to be interrupted at some point, or there's going to be some curveball that happens in the morning where, uh, it just makes that like following through with this kind of longer morning routine a little bit more difficult. And, um, And, you know, even if you don't have kids, like, that's just, like, that's life, right? Um, Unless you work from home and maybe live by yourself and uh, have a very structured work schedule or something like that, then, like, and then it's probably really hard to keep a lengthy morning routine in place uh, for any sort of longevity or long-term, for the long-term. Yeah. Um, and, and, And so, for me, it's it's just kind of been one of those things that, like, Everybody talks about it. I have tried it multiple times, and now I'm just kind of, I kind of think that's, not that it's BS, but that, you know, that it's just unattainable for most people, and so kind of fighting for this, for this optimal morning routine that includes movement, and includes morning pages, includes meditation, and includes, you know, making a 10-minute cup of coffee, and uh, you know, a smoothie, and all this stuff, like, it's just, like, it's unrealistic for, for most people. Yeah, uh, I mean, one of the one of the kind of moments I remember when I sort of woke up to this was when I, I mean, I, I was I wrote down all the things I would like to do in in a morning routine or or in a I mean I think the idea was in a day, but like realistically, and this is this is an argument for it. Like this is consistent with the one I said earlier that like if there's something that's really important to you to get done in a day. Whether it's something that is like pleasurable, or whether it's something that is you just think this is an important thing for you to do, and it's and it's work like a workout, like I really do think if you do it first thing, that's mm-hmm. that's the way to be in control and make sure you get it done. Mm-hmm. And and also if it's something that's a sort of a hard pill to swallow, like then you just get it done and then you don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. So I'm I'm not against this idea. I think there are certainly some good reasons to to have a morning routine of habits, if if that's what we want to call it. Um, but I remember when I wrote these things down, I had like three hours worth of stuff that I that I thought this would be the ideal day to do all these things to prepare myself for the day. And then, I mean, eventually your day is is gone and you have just spent the whole day preparing for it. So it's just, you know, it, that you can't follow everyone. You can't follow every guru's advice. Uh, you know, if you're going to follow a guru's advice, you need to pick, you need to pick one probably. Um, I, I think like, I don't know. I guess going back to what I was saying earlier, like I'm, I'm just starting to think that there, that like our body and nature, like that there's a lot of wisdom in there from hundreds of thousands of years of existence and evolution of consciousness. That like it's a little bit, it's a little bit funny to me that we can, we can think, and I, and I've done it before. I've, I've been guilty of this before, but that we can think that 
by us just constructing the perfect morning routine, like that's going to be a better way to, you know, do your do your morning than to do what you know people have done for said hundred thousand years in their mornings instead, which I think typically is something much less uh, organized and much less you know uh, I don't know what the word it may, it may be stressful difficult. Uh, I don't know. So I'm I'm trying to get more enjoyment out of my mornings now, and I and I I don't know. I can't say that I regret that. Uh, like I said, I do think there's a place for getting something done that's really important. Uh, and if that's the only time you're going to get your workout in, because you know from experience that if you don't do it in the morning, you don't do it. Uh, you know, then then sure, that that's a good time to do it. But uh, I don't know. Just I I don't know. Just kind of getting older. <laughs> new perspectives yeah new perspectives a little wiser maybe a little less uh idealistic yeah um, <clears throat> no i mean so i think i think i probably am on the same page with you uh in that my approach to mornings these days is um is you know the reality is that mornings are much more productive for me than afternoons are like I'm interested in a, I'm in a better headspace. I'm more, I don't know, awake or alert or clear-eyed. The afternoon hasn't, uh, all the like crap that comes throughout the day hasn't hit me yet. You know, all the, all the morning routine hasn't worn you down. The, the morning routine hasn't <laughs> worn me down. You know, so like mornings are just they're just a better, the better half of the day for being any doing any sort of productive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, my new approach to morning routines isn't a routine at all but um it is to try to just try to accomplish things certain things in the morning and it's not much really you know it's uh, uh multiple days a week I'm, I'm running in the morning and that's that's very early so that i guess could be considered part of like a morning routine um but uh you know but after that it's uh, like what is what what do i need to spend like what is the piece of work that i need to spend the 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 most like focused time on, you know, the, the two hour chunk that should be uninterrupted. You know, I'm trying to do that in the mornings and, and I can do that. Um, after I get to the office, after I do all the, you know, do the kids and all that stuff. It's, so it's not really a morning routine, but, um, you know, how can I, I, I aside from this podcast, I don't have any calls any morning so that I can utilize that morning to be a little bit more tuned out of, of other work stuff and be a little bit more focused. Um, you know, if there are certain, uh, you know, like the, the, the breakfast stuff, you know, I'm trying I make sure that my breakfast is always very healthy if I eat any breakfast or, if, you know, right now I'm still intermittent fasting. But, you know, that first meal or whatever um, is uh, I try to make it really healthy because I know that I'll be more made, motivated to do that in the morning than maybe at night when I want something heavier and more comfort food. Um, you know, so I just try to, like, use my mornings to be my best self. I guess, and like be my most productive self. And mm-hmm. that doesn't include any sort of major structure or routine or anything like that. It's just, I'm a little bit more protective of my mornings and that has, uh, that has been serving me well recently. Does that make any sense? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, I think, it, I think that is a great, uh, a great maybe, maybe time management for lack of a better term, uh, tip. Um, that I think is separate from from a morning routine because I think once you once you have gotten to work and, and obviously there's some blurring now of of getting to work because everybody works from home and right. if you're self-employed then a lot of your work the stuff that you might be you know wanting to do during the morning might be very similar to what you're doing once work begins right um, so you know it's not not clear cut but uh, I do think that's that's super important and perhaps actually that extends to what I think is a good morning routine now so you what you're saying is I don't make any plans during the first beginning of my workday because I can get my best work done or my most yeah. the thing that the thing that best serves me or that I am best that I can best spend my time on, make sure I can prioritize that and do that thing in the morning. Exactly. Um, yep. I think that's a great that's great. And I think honestly most people if they if they only did that for two hours each morning would would maybe get more done than than they do in the current way of <laughs> yeah. right? right? Where you that's, spend eight that's hours. The, that's just, the eight hour work week or yeah. Two hour work week. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, so I think that's a great habit. And I think really Four like hour. that's a, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um 
but I think I think the the fundamental part of that is the saying no to stuff so that you can say yes to only this one thing, uh, which is I think that's really where people mostly struggle because if you work getting had a normal job, you know there's a there's meetings and there's people who want stuff and there's email all the time that you can go do instead. So definitely a huge important tip. Um, I guess where I was trying to to bridge it, like how do we how do we consider that a morning routine? Uh, especially in this world where things are kind of blurred when, when we're at work and when we're not at work. Um, yeah, I, I would say the answer is like do the thing that that if that was all you did today, like then you'd, you'd be happy that you did that. And so I don't know if I'm following that advice, but my, my morning routine these days is, and I, it's, it's really not a routine at all. I make coffee doing pour over and I enjoy doing that and it's fun it's when I wake up I'm, I'm excited like you're supposed to wait an hour or something to you to you drink coffee in order to maximize to optimize our uh your your energy because of the way cortisol levels I guess peak when you when you first wake up and then they then they go down and if you drink your coffee before it so uh, you know all this I don't I don't do that I just I just make the coffee when I feel like having coffee which is usually 15 30 minutes after I'm up um I do that and it's pleasurable and then I get a book Recently, I've actually just been reading good old physical, hard, not hard, soft paperback, but a book, not a Kindle. Uh, and I go sit outside, our outside porch. Yeah, I sit out there and, and I just read the book and drink coffee and yeah, I probably spend an hour doing that. Some days, instead of the book or in addition to the book, I'll go look at, at um, like NFT type stuff, which I'm just kind of hobby into recently. Um and I'll just scroll through NFT Twitter and, and honestly, like, and I don't really mind doing that. Like, I feel like I learned so much from just seeing what people are saying about it. Uh, so I don't know. I just like, and then, and then when I'm done that, I feel like I now, now, even if I work the whole day and, and if my work day is, you know, if it gets busy and I don't have that much time for, you know, other habits and things in the middle of the day, like it's okay. Cause I did that thing that I feel like makes me happiest, right? First thing in the morning. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm I've like I'm definitely I'm not set on this as being like the way to do things, but uh I like I think I mentioned this before that our garage where my my gym is now, it gets so hot because it's so hot here. So anytime to try to do a workout after like 10 a.m. is just so it's just really hard. Um and so I keep saying I need I need to do that in the morning. Like I need to get in a habit where I do that in the morning. But I never do because I just don't like that's not what I want to be doing in the morning. Like that's such a even even though it feels good to get your workout done and in the moments after your workout you feel good. Like I just I don't feel as good doing that as I do doing what I do actually do in the morning, which is easing into the morning and reading and drinking coffee. Like I just really really like that morning. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel productive at all. But it does. It has. I am reading a lot more than I than I was for a while, um, and that's that's productive to me. Because that's where I get different ideas and things. But like, like, why, why does it need to be productive? You know, I mean, like, if yeah, it's, that, if exactly. It, yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a problem. I mean, uh-huh. that that's what I think is wrong with, with this whole optimized idea. Right. <laughs> yeah, because if if it's setting you up in a, you know, if, if it's leaving you an hour after you wake up in a really good mood and feeling ready to go about your day, then I mean, that seems way more productive than trying to cram in, you know, five different habits. Yeah, right. And and if I had a whole bunch of habits that I really wish that I had time for but I was not able to do, then you know, I could I could accept an argument that said, "Well, you should do those things in the morning." Like there's a trade-off there to spending the time the way you want to versus the, getting the things done that you should be doing. Like if I was never working out because I couldn't, but I still do it. I do the workout and I suffer through the heat, but it's okay. It's not like I'm it's not like I'm suddenly getting out of shape because I don't do my workout in the morning. I still right. find a way to work out or run or whatever um and yeah and like and like so like the meditation morning pages like there are times when those are really high priorities and when they are i'll usually will do those in the morning but i don't know i just i don't feel like uh i guess i'm over the idea that that we <laughs> need to be doing all these things in order to be successful yeah now i don't know doug not gonna be a popular take i don't think <laughs> or maybe it will be because we're like, oh, finally, yeah, I don't right. have to do all this stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Any more? I mean, any? 
Are there things you wish you could get into that morning routine or wish you had the discipline to do in the morning? Uh, but like, I, I kind of wish I had the discipline to do the fitness first thing, but like I said, I don't really, cause I'd rather do this. Uh, yeah, not really. No, I mean, no, I don't think so. Maybe a little bit more just like sitting, uh, you know, and part of that is with the kids. It's just hard to do that unless I'm waking up super yeah, early. Very hard. Um, but you know, a little bit of kind of what you're doing with sitting out on the porch and listening to the birds, like, uh, you know, I could, I could stand to do more of that. <laughs> uh-huh. I would appreciate more of that. But, well, I, should, I mean, I should clarify, I, right? I, I'm, I'm reading or doing something that I, in my head, I'm categorizing as like, this is maybe, maybe it's productive that I'm feeling like I need to do. Like, I can't, just, I can't just sit there and, and just listen to birds. Like <laughs> I, mean, I can do that for three minutes, but then I would get bored and need to do something. Uh-huh. So it's not like I'm just in, in this Zen state. I mean, I'm, it's you know it's nice though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I could probably sit there and listen to words, <laughs> at least for at least for fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's it's a good thing if you can. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. All right, well that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got to do right now. Just one of those one of those phases of life, I guess. Seasons. One of Constant those seasons. Theme. I look yep. forward to in six months having a morning routine <laughs> I, discussion to you where we have, yeah, where we have some really in depth routine that we are recommending that's eight steps and ninety minutes long. Which, yeah, uh, yeah. No, there's no right answer. This depends depends what you feel like. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye.